0: and welcome back to our show. It's our third episode, very exciting. Today I am joined with my co-host Danny Litman and we are also joined with three board members of the Cleveland Women in Today Society Club, aka Wits, which we're all members of and we have some board members and we're just going to be talking about women's representation in the media, but more specifically high school representation in some of our favorite movies and just diving deep with that. So let's get to the point. You guys want to introduce yourselves, tell us like your board position and just a little bit about WITS?
1: I can go ahead. I'm Tori Sedna. I'm co-president um, of WITS, I've been on the board for Two years now, and it's a very cool club.
2: I'm Gabby Delgado. I'm also a 12th grader. I'm co president with Tori, and I've been on the board for like three years. And yeah, you should have that because it not only is like for women, but also like allies. I feel like that's very like stereotypical. Like people think women in today's, today's society is only for women when it's really not. Yeah.
3: Hi, I'm Harper Kelton. I'm 17, and I'm the secretary of voice. Them. And
0: you guys know Danny, she was on our first episode. You should check that out. It's all about Valentine's Day. Yes. Valentine's Day is never over, you guys. Alright, so we're just gonna get right into it. Um, Harper, do you wanna lead off on our first topic?
3: Yeah, so when I was thinking about like women, high school girls in the media, like Mean Girls was like the first mm-hmm. one. It was like totally one of my favorite movies, but I definitely think that there's a lot to unpack there.
0: Um Right and if you haven't seen Mean Girls, go watch Mean Girls, <laughs> but it's, there's a lot of stereotypes and a lot of comedy, um, thrown into the movie. It's about Catty who moves to the school, and there's, like, cliques, and there's the plastics, which is the stereotypical mean girl, hence the name of the movie. So, let's just dig into that as a starter. So, the plastics. We have Regina George and the rest of her posse which is also exemplified in other shows like Gossip Girl with Blair and her posse like what do we how do we take this like dominant girl character
1: so actually for Wits we did have a meeting about the demonization of hyperfeminine uh women in media and one of the examples that we used was Mean Girls in terms of making it seem as though like you know Katie is this other girl she's not like She's not like the plastic. She's not as fake as them because she's not as feminine or because she doesn't like shopping as much or because she doesn't like makeup as much or pink or whatever, you know? And so I think, especially in the early 2000s, I think, I, you know, we're all pretty close in age and we all kind of grew up with those kinds of films. And it definitely, I think, skewed our vision of what it means to be like very girly and it was definitely demonized. And I think Mean Girls especially played a large part in that, especially the way that Regina George was treated and Karen. Mm -hmm. You know, Karen was, like, the dumb one, and you could tell. The dumb girl, yeah. And she was, like, definitely. mm -hmm. And she had, like, bigger boobs than the rest of the girls, which is, like, a more feminine trait, you know, quotation marks. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, like, I think that plays a part of it.
3: Yeah, I kind of feel like another part of it is, like, I definitely feel like there's like kernels of truth in the movie, and then things that are just like absurdly untrue, so one things that I feel like is true is you sort of or is you sort of have these two like an either or choice, right You can be the nerdy girl mm-hmm. who's unpopular, she doesn't get a lot of boys' attention, she's not very doesn't have a lot of like status, or you can be the popular girl, but you're kind of an airhead right, and you're dumb and yes. mean. And like, neither is great, but I feel like the way it relates to us is like, I feel like we like have to walk that line of like wanting to be smart and wanting to be well-liked and like thinking, are these like mutually exclusive? Like Mm -hmm. if we're like too much academically, does that take away some of our social status? And like, how does that even like work?
0: Yeah, let me ask you guys this. Do you think Mean Girls or just movies with such obvious cliques kind of represented high school when you were younger? And did you enter high school thinking like, oh, there's going to be such evident cliques, like the art geeks, the band geeks, the popular girls? Because I know for me, 100%. And like I've seen it in my middle school especially, but less at Cleveland, which I think is a good thing. But I was entering high school like ready to see all the separate cliques and separate groups.
2: No, yeah definitely I definitely was like I had a mentality going into ninth grade, oh, it's gonna there's gonna be the like the plastics, the the athletic people and stuff like that. Because in my middle school there was definitely more like oh the smart kids, the the pretty girls, the athletic guys and stuff like that. But in Cleveland definitely not like I feel like there is like a difference between core specifically and like other programs. But with, within those programs, there isn't like, oh, like the skaters or the, you know, stuff like that. But go, yeah, going into like high school, I had the mentality, oh, of, um, I'm going to see a bunch of popular girls in the hallways and stuff like that, which is literally not, I've never, I have not witnessed any of that in all the four years I've been in high school. So like, it sets like unrealistic expectations of like high school. So it's like.
4: Yeah, I think for sure it makes us like more nervous to go to school, more nervous if people are going to judge what we're wearing or our grades. And like if you get good grades, you must not be pretty or you must not care about how you look or boys or anything like that and vice versa. So it's really hard to kind of find a middle ground, even though it's not to the extent of the movies. I think we still do feel those like boundaries on ourselves
1: yeah i think it changes our perception of other people as well or at least of women i don't think clicks um in terms of these films ever really target men at all uh the clicks that you see in these films are definitely targeted more towards women it's like the men in the film they're like oh we're all cool we're chill with each other we're not like these girls who like are catty and like are mean or whatever, and we don't have clicks, and so I think for me at least, it definitely changed my perception of the way that I view women, and even women in my life, like even my mother, my grandmother, my sisters, the way that I viewed them in terms of their hobbies, and the way that they dress, and the way that they present themselves, and I think I'm not in core um, at Cleveland. I'm in the art program, so I think um, I've had to maybe do some of my own research. I know you guys in core do talk about. I think more humanitarian issues so I've had to Mm -hmm. learn to kind of do my own research and in doing that I've been able to kind of learn more about the why we perceive women the way that we do and a large part of it is also media and movies that we're talking about.
0: Yeah and like going back to your point about how men are perceived in these movies and just like shown it's always like the athletes or the band geeks and like we could do a whole episode of how like locker room talk is shown in media and like shout out to euphoria because that last episode of lexi's play and that last scene was just perfection just like totally criticizing locker room talk and just that um athlete stereotype that all guys feel like they need to live up to but going on with that can you guys like we have a list of movies here to talk about, but just in starting this conversation, do you have any movies or shows that automatically come to your head that have some problems with how they represent women? I mean, there's so many, and I just want to hear your guys' opinions on that.
2: Um, I have a show in mind. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that 70s show, but it's mm. basically like a show where it's like this group of like friends and there's two women Donna and Jackie and Donna seemed as the smart like nerdy type girl who is like athletic and Jackie is the airhead right and how they portray them is so like different where how like what Donna wears compared to what Jackie wears is so different especially because like Donna is seen as like oh like the the like the bro girl who like hangs out with guys and stuff like that whereas Jackie kind of like a pick me you know Right. Yeah, so, like, um, and also, like, that show wasn't, it wasn't filmed in the 70s, but it was, like, based on the 70s, so we see a lot of, like, problem with, like, how they treat women and how, um, like, airheads were treated back then, so it's, like, you know, like, complicated, especially because, like, um, Jackie is hung up on Kelso and Donna's hung up on Eric, which is, like, Weird to see. It's like a unique show because even though we see like the jock ish girl and the airhead girl, like the two different girls, they each go for like an opposite guy. So, like, Mm. athletic girl goes for nerdy guy and airhead goes for dumb guy, you know, which is like weird to see. But the representation of like the airhead back then or, like, when I first watched the show, I, like, wanted to be Donna because I'm, like, oh, I don't want to be a girl who, like, is girly and stuff like that, you know, which I think is a good representation of not being, like, a girly girl, but there are other girls who are, like, no, I want to be Jackie, where it's, like, I'm so, I like, I need help and, like, you know, like, the dance on distress sometimes, you know? So it's, like, yeah, that show is always, like, and also, like, the jokes on the show are, like, they wouldn't pass There's
0: so many jokes yeah. like even just like looking at the office and the Parks office and Rec yes and modern family and like it's just like oh you watch it and you want to laugh but laughing would like perpetuate that mm-hmm,
2: definitely and it's
0: just like how do we make this media better right yeah and but still gain that viewership because so many people watch the office for the quirks and jokes that Target other people and target other races and genders and stuff like that.
3: Um, I kind of wanted to say something on what Gabby was saying. I feel like part of what that root of that is, is like the nerdy girl is more associated with masculinity Mm -hmm. and the airhead dumb girl is Mm -hmm. more associated with femininity. And it's that balance yes. of trying to be feminine and also trying to be these characteristics of athletic and smart and into academics that are make you seem more like a bro girl
4: yes. versus like
3: an airhead, very ultra feminine girl.
4: Yeah, it's like you have to be a tomboy to like be smart or anything like that. You can't just be like a regular mm-hmm. girl. Like what what Danny said, like that like is perfectly
2: shown in Legally Blonde. Where it's like, she's an airhead, oh, but she's in law school. So it's like, you can't, there's like no in between where it's either you're, you're like smart and nerdy, or you're dumb and like pretty and popular. But Legally Blonde shows how like you can, you can be like pretty and like blonde and like the, like the stereotypical, like uh, popular girl, but you can be smart in law school and Harvard and stuff like that.
0: Right. I think that's a great connection for sure. Um, I mean, there's so many other movies and shows we, we can talk about, but I want to tap back into, like, growing up and the socialization of media. How did the shows that you guys watch as kids, like Disney and all of that, show women, and how did that affect your view growing up, and what are you still grappling with? You
1: know, I think in media, in... The way that women are portrayed in media, it's mostly white women. Um, I never saw a woman that looked like me, that looked like my family members, and if they did, they were the butt of the joke. They were the maid. They were or the like the leader. best they friends were that like, yeah. Oh, especially the best friends that would always yeah that got me every time. It would bother me so much or you know there was these like oh loud Mm -hmm. latina stereotypes and so i would watch these shows and again it's a i'm at a young age and that was kind of all i ever saw and so it would kind of make me want to fit into these stereotypes because i didn't see any girls that looked like me that were doing math or like you know being smart or being strong and so I think that also plays a large part in it, and it also plays a large part in the defeminization of like women of color. But that's like a whole another discussion. But um, <laughs> like in like, the way that like the shows that I watched on Disney Channel, I think one show that actually kind of did do a good job is like Jesse. Yeah. Um, just because there was an array of people of color, but there were definitely very problematic with with the stereotypes that that were
0: associated with those people
1: and just how they were
0: perpetuated for sure but i mean it was nice to see disney at least try and make an effort after literally just publishing shows that were about white families in white areas and like even for me i am white but it didn't expose me as a white person to other races because that was what I was consuming and I loved Live and Maddie which was literally like a white 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 show but I wanted to be Maddie who was like a super tom tomboy like playing basketball had her hair in a ponytail all the time and like I felt like that was me and I only wore my hair in a ponytail and I wanted to play basketball and like it's just so crazy to see how much of an impact these shows have on us as kids and how much of that we take into high school and college in years above us.
4: Yeah. Like in so many ways that we can like watch TVs or watch TV or see movies, like in any way it can affect how we behave in life. Like any type of character we see, we cling to like, Oh, that's who I want to be. That's how I want to act like in any type of mm-hmm. personality thing.
3: And I think when we see these characters, mm-hmm. I feel like we can either like internalize them and like, them be our heroes, or we can just, like, totally reject them. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like sometimes I would see stereotypical images of women and, like, the Disney princess, and I was like, that is not me. Yes. Right? Like, I refuse to wear pink. I refuse (laughs) to have long hair. I cut my hair short. Like, And then it's hard because then you're, like, part of your identity is being grown on this, like, negative feelings, Mm -hmm. which I feel like leads to more identity, like, problems later on. For sure. Does anyone else
0: have anything to add before we move to our rapid fire, which is a routine part of this podcast where we ask you super quick questions and you have to give us super quick answers. And then it's over. All right, Danny, do you want to alternate?
4: Sure. All right. So this is one of my favorite things from the Wits Club that they do every week. They always have a Women of the Week, And this last meeting on Wednesday that I went to, all the board members said they're Women of the Week, so I thought it would be cool to ask all five of us our Women of the Week. So um, for me, I would say it's hard because there's so many in the media, but also like my mom and my grandma. But today specifically, it's my great aunt's 90th birthday today. Just happens to be... Um, And so I just think it's really cool because she's 90 and that's crazy. So I should honor her.
3: Okay, so my woman of the week. I've been on a streak of political women, so (laughs) I'm going to keep it up. I have Joe Biden nominated um, Kenesha Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, which is just so amazing. A woman of color and finally some representation on like the highest court. And there's huge decisions coming up with abortion, so... I feel like it's mm-hmm. good, a good move. Totally. Agreed.
0: I would say my winner of the week is Harper <laughs> <laughs> because we were sitting at Nutrition and she was like, I emailed our principal. And I was like, why didn't you email the principal? Like, oh my gosh, this is getting spicy. And she was like, in the morning announcements, whenever they talk about the soccer team, they refer to them as Lady Cavs because our mascot's the cavaliers instead of just like Cavs, like any other sports team so they're associating like a gender with the sports team and i was like snaps to that because that was so great and like even if our principal doesn't see that or doesn't see it in time like the fact that harper made an effort to do that and like correct something that literally like should have been corrected in the first place was just super admirable
3: oh yes <laughs> stop that gendered language
4: yes Harper is so but thank good you. Harper teaches me so much
2: <laughs> Aww. okay so my woman of the week is I'm gonna just go the traditional it's my mom I love my mom she inspires me to be like a better person every day and I look up to her so much she like works every single day to give me a better life give she gives me and, me and my brother the life that she never got and i i i love my mom so much even though we like do like fight sometimes like i feel like every mother and daughter fight she's still like my rock and i love her and this week she worked so much she worked 7 days this week
1: um my woman of the week was also going to be Katanji brown but um i also am very very proud of my lady friends on the bsu board the event during lunch today Yes, was so incredible. Um, One of my best friends sang. They and, they sang. you know, I was watching both of them practice all week. We were in one of the teacher's classrooms, and they were really practicing and really trying to get it right. And it was just so amazing to, like, see all their hard work and effort be shown and see that, like, everyone also had very positive things to say about their performance. And also, you know, the event went so well. It was so well done, and I'm really proud of them
0: it was so fun shout out to bsu and all the clubs that participated we need to highlight our fellow clubs up here in cleveland um just taking everything from our conversation what do you think is the most impactful thing that you've experienced in high school with being a woman and like how you've seen women portrayed in media just a broad question, but I really want to
2: hear your guys' thoughts. So, um, something impactful in high school is, like, like trying to figure out and trying to, ha- trying to figure out, how, like, to not care about what people think about me. Like, the way I dress, the way I look, you know, stuff like that. Especially because I am, like, Hispanic. I have, like, body hair. I'm on, like, the bigger side. I'm, like, a, like, a mid-girl. So it's, like, like trying not to care about what people think about me is something really challenging. It wasn't until this year where I really, like, got into myself and, like, I'm, like, becoming my own person. Instead of trying to address how, like, girls do in the media with, like, you know, crop tops and stuff like that, I'm, like, becoming my own person and not, like, caring about what people think. Especially, like, in core, like, my, like, last year, um, my junior year, we learned a lot about, like, race and like gender and stuff like that so it's like going through that especially through COVID was difficult but like it taught me how to be my own person and not to not care about what people thought about me so I feel like that's important especially because like in middle school I was the like like I was an introvert but I was an extrovert and I like cared so much about what people thought about me and I'm like no they're gonna think this they're gonna think I'm loud they're gonna like you know all this stuff and now I just I don't care. I've learned to, like, not care, especially because girls in the media are, like, portrayed as, like, or at least mo- most girls are portrayed as, like, outgoing, and, like, sometimes they don't care, but then we see, like, um, like, girls who are, like, like, I don't know if you guys have seen Ginny and Georgia. It's, like, a show, and we see um, one of the actors on the show who literally duct-tapes her legs and her arms trying to be, like, the skinny, like, stereotypical girl, and I think that's, like, really impactful because we see how much um it like affects girls like it affects like women to see like a model body stereotypical like you know skinny and stuff like that so definitely like like being my own person and like not caring about what people think is something that I've had to learn like to be my own person and like learn through high school yeah
1: Um, I think the most impactful thing that I've experienced in my high school is being a female on a sports team. I play water polo and I swim. And both of those sports definitely train your body in certain ways and it makes your body change throughout time. And I think having to deal with the way that people perceive me when I'm smaller versus when I'm bigger and having to, like, I've, You know, throughout the four years, I've definitely lost weight and just seeing the way that I'm being treated now versus then has definitely been very impactful on me and the way in which I perceive myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being on a sports team, that pressure of being a woman and also just the environment and the way in which women are perceived who are in sports
3: and stuff. So I think that's been pretty impactful in these last four Mm -hmm. years. Yeah, that's totally another topic that we have to get into. Um, I would say for me, it would be really like being active in the way that I think about other high school girls and trying to unlearn that like internalized patriarchy of like judging other girls, girl hating, that sort of um, just like trying to be more positive and trying to be more just in my
4: own thoughts, a feminist. Harper took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, um, I think even though the boy thing is such a big thing, even the way that I interact with other girls and think about the way that other girls might think of me and, like, if I have to impress someone by wearing the cutest outfit and, like, I strive for a compliment from, like, even girls, not just guys. And I think it's just, like, it takes a lot of stress. To do that when like I should be focusing on doing my homework, but instead I'm focusing on like what outfit is gonna impress the most people the next day.
1: Literally this morning, I changed my outfit seven times. <laughs> seven times all I'm not there. even kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It was very stressful. No. And I was just like starting to sweat. And I was like, it's
3: getting hot. <laughs> oh get and my mom was like,
1: come on, let's go! And I was like, I can't it's getting hot, you gotta go, you
0: gotta be in school. I get it. <laughs> see everyone's been there and some people experience it more often than not
4: but it's so normal so our last rapid fire question i know i probably know what all of your guys's answers are gonna be but it's still kind of an interesting question to ask like would you rather just kind of like stay oblivious to the truths in the media like you know just kind of like watch these shows and like not care what they're meaning because they're just like fun shows or like do you really want to learn i mean cuz it can be hard to like face the truths but i mean okay i'll give my answer i definitely do think it's important for us to learn but i can see how some people might be nervous of that or not want to go there
3: okay. um yeah i feel like of course i'm going to go for um learn even if it's hard but i think the reason is because sometimes staying oblivious feels nice but you get this like confusion because you don't really understand why you're feeling these ways. You don't really understand what you're watching. So I feel like it's better to at least know it and then you can like name your feelings, name totally. how you're reacting to these images.
0: I would definitely agree. I think it's really important to uh, confront these fears and truths. And even if it's really uncomfortable, because I think with any topic, uncomfortability leads to growth and that's a huge topic that we're facing right now as juniors in the in the race unit especially um but it's really hard because now whenever I watch a show or watch a movie like my critical brain is just like okay let me pick out every single thing that's wrong with this movie and wrong with this film and sometimes I wish I could just like distract myself and go back into my little freshman body when I wasn't exposed to any of this but then other times I'm just so grateful that I'm educated enough to understand these faults, but I have so much more to learn and so much more to teach myself
1: um I would say that I definitely would i wish I wanted to stay oblivious because oblivion is bliss, you know ignorance is bliss being able to watch something and just be like haha like not even thinking about anything just a little giggle, but I definitely do i think I can appreciate like thinking critically about what I'm watching, so that I can also help others think critically about their watching. And, you know, when you're watching shows, you're giving money to these people, you're giving money to the writers of these shows. And so I think like, when I'm able to critically think and point out, you know what, I'm not going to support this because I, you know, it's misogynistic, it's racist. I think that is one of the reasons why I continue to educate myself and try my best to educate others.
2: No, yeah, I completely agree with, like, Tori. I wish I could be, like, oblivious and be like, no, like, that's funny, quote, like, like, that's funny, (laughs) but I would
0: not. Yeah, I think what all of you guys said was so true, and I thank you guys for being so vulnerable
3: and honest, and you guys should go and support WITS. Yeah, Wednesdays at lunch in C1, please come. It's awesome
0: okay well everyone thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast you can catch us next week we have a fun topic lined up and thank you to our guests and my wonderful co-host danny and we will catch you all next time thank you so much